listening to another episode of the Sydney Hudson Podcast. Hello everybody, I hope you are doing well. So as you can probably guess already, this is going to be a budget special. But do you know what? As well as being a budget special, I also want to make it a message to investors, a message to business owners, CEOs, even CFOs as well. Um, Because often I know that as a business owner, you wear all the hats, don't you? You're the marketing, you're the finance, um, and you're essentially just doing everything. So I wanted to give you, obviously talk about quickly, give you a summary of all the budgeting news, um, and then just a few pointers um, that I thought it'd be useful uh, for business owners as well as investors to be aware of. So yeah, let's get straight into it. So in terms of the budget, you'd know that the furlough scheme um, has been extended until September 2021. Um, Just a note to bear in mind. So, you know, even though it's extended, the full 80% isn't extended all throughout. So for um, up until, uh, let's look at the notes, up until June, um, that will be 20%. 20%. That'll be 80%. So you have, um, obviously, in terms of whoever you furloughed, if you're a one person band, um, as a director, you can furlough yourself at um, 80%. But I also want to say that even if with that 80% furlough amount, I know for most people, you know, every penny makes a difference. I want to say there is a little bit of a, um, it's something that you need to consider. So for example, if you are working in nine to five, that extra furlough money might actually be causing a problem um, in terms of how you're currently being taxed at another job. So if, if, for example, you've had to get another job to cope because obviously business may not be going well, you may want to reconsider um, whether you furlough yourself or not, because essentially what HMRC will do is put you on an emergency tax. Um, and if you're unlucky, they may put you on an emergency tax for um, the business, the place that you're working at now, or they may put you on an emergency tax for the furlough um, funds. So if you can imagine, if you're on an emergency tax, that means from the, you know, from the five, seven, five, 20 pounds that you get, that gets halved straight away. And yes, yeah, some people will say that you might get that back, you know, during um, when you do your self-assessment. But, you know, I wonder whether if it's worth it at all. So it's just it's just something to think about whether as a director. So for one ma- a one band um, business, whether the furlough might be worth it. Um, and of course, if you have if you do have other members of staff, then of course, yes, if you are doing furlough, then up until June, um, there is 80 percent. When it gets to July, this cuts down to 70%. And then for August to September, this is then reduced to 60%. And, th- and like we had last year, um, you will have to cover um, the employer's national insurance contributions and pension contributions. So in terms of the you know employer's national insurance, it might be a case that you have that covered because you've obviously got more than one employer 
uh, more than one members of staff, sorry. Um, so it might not be something that you think about, but you do need to consider pension contributions as well. So there is a new VAT deferral payment scheme um, that's useful to think about if you're VAT registered. Um, so where it used to be that you obviously, once your VAT period is up, you can pay your VAT bill straight away. There is now a new scheme that allows you to actually pay this in monthly installments from March. And this is also interest-free. So the scheme's open now. So if your period, sorry, I just hit the mic there. If your VAT period falls into when you need to, if your VAT period falls into this month or something, otherwise from March onwards, you can now choose to actually make two to 11 um, months monthly payment. This obviously depends on when you join. Um, but the later you join, though, the fewer installments are available to you. So in other words, if you are thinking about getting into the scheme, get in now so you can actually work out um, your VAT payment and actually give yourself a little bit more cash flow to deal with. So if you're in the tourism and hospitality sector, you know, the rules remain the temporary uh, reduction of VAT to 5%. That's been extended until 30th of September. And to help businesses manage the transition back, rather than going back to 20%, they've actually decided to, well, I say, I say they, <laughs> that being Sunak, he's decided to um, put in a 12.5% rate um, up until March 2022, which is, you know, it's, it's pretty useful if you're in that sector. Um, in terms of other things we've been put in place, so we're dealing with um, if you were perhaps buying you know, things like office chairs and things like that for your member of staff. Um, those type of ex those type of expenses would count as an expense, even though you're buying it for maybe somebody working from home. Or you maybe, if you didn't want to reimburse because you think it's it doesn't help with your cash flow, then you could consider telling your staff member to actually just um, get the expenses from HMRC themselves. So I think that works out to be six pounds per week. So from the period from March 2020, they can work out the six pounds per week over that period of time. There's also, when you're doing your accounts at the end of the year, if you've made losses, um, especially if the, the extension, um, massive losses, you can carry this back to when to years when you've made a profit um, and essentially get some credits back um, for those years that you've made a profit in. So there's quite a few other tax changes that are going to be put in place over the next few years. Um, the threshold remains the same in terms of, um, well, I say it remains the same, it goes up to 12,570 and then freezes from that period. So the, obviously the 20% will go up to 12,570, then obviously the higher tax rate band will go up to 50 50,270 and it remains that that it remains at that point up until 2026 corporation tax if anyone remembers the old school way of doing taxes where there was a marginal rate for smaller businesses and larger businesses that's essentially what's coming back into play now Lifetime allowances for pensions remains the same. Sorry, just going back to corporation tax. So the new rate of um, tax will basically increase from April 2023 to 25%. But that's if if you're making profits over 250. Um, the rate for small profits under 50,000 will remain at 19%. Um, so if I think for a huge amount of businesses, especially small businesses, that shouldn't really make too much of a difference. Um, just looking through my list... So we know for um, this won't really affect. Um, I mean, if you're a sole trader, if you operate under the uh, um, self um, self assessment, in terms, of, that's, I suppose that's not to do with directors' uh, return. This is more to do with 
um, those people who are fully um, operating under a sole trader scheme. There is the um, SEIS um, S grant, uh, which is basically same as before, um, 80%. The major difference there is that if you put in a return for 1920, then a consideration will be. If that is your first return, you will still be considered. So if you've actually made um, your first return for 1920, that alone will be considered. It will be obviously be averaged out, which obviously if you understand the rules of averaging out, that means it's, it's a smaller amount. But hey, it's <laughs> it's 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 something rather than nothing at all. If you're thinking about making a, or looking for a loan, they have got a recovery loan scheme, which is a new scheme they're starting from 6th of April. Um, you'll be able to access loans from 25,000 to 10 million, but I think that will um, have its own caveat. So it will obviously depend on your specific turnover. The restart grant is also available. So 6,000 per premises. Um, if you are non-essential retail business, if you are in the hospitality and leisure uh, businesses, you get up to 18,000 per premises. But for a typical um, SME, there is, as I've said this before in, a, in another discussion, um, the discretionary business grant funding is available. So, you know, get hold of your local council and see what's available for your business. There's up to, depending on your business cost, there is um, amount available for you. So, you know, definitely ensure that you make those applications um for those of you who are not um um a part of my client list make sure that you're speaking to your accountant about that trading loss carry back um because that's really really important because you can go three years back um it's really really important that you get you free up that cash uh, to enable you to um restart your business um in a, in a in a strong position there's new rules uh for capital allowances this is one i'd say speak to your accountant about as well the rules for this are uh, it's, they're, they're, la they're lagging a little bit because we don't know what the full super deductions are for, well, we have an idea, um, but we know that cars aren't allowed, <laughs> which is a major bummer because it would be really great if cars were allowed because, um, you know, a super deduction of 130% is, is massive compared to, you know, the, the written down value, which used to be about 18%. Um, capital gains taxes remain the same, so no changes there. Um, you got other things like business rates, the three months um, extension, um, which is now obviously carried on essentially. There's three months holiday of 100% and then nine months of 66% relief of cap. Um, and then the, the other VAT, as I discussed to you before, the new payment scheme, which is something that you can uh, take uh, use uh, if it's if it's you know if it's valid or if you're VAT registered essentially. Um, the other things that I want to talk about, but I'll talk about that in the second part of, I guess, my message to you when I'm done with the budget uh, benefits. Um, so universal credits that's obviously maintained in a twenty pound increase. Um, per week and that's going to go on for the next six months what happens after that who knows um, there are other useful benefits such as the help to grow um, it, note though you'd have to have staff members um, from five from five to be able to benefit from this so it may mean that if you are a small business it may not be useful but there are I want to say lots and lots of support out there. So as a small business, you just have to have your ear to the ground. You have to do your research to ensure that all the benefits that are available to you um, are something that you can um, grab essentially. So let me go on now to talk about the message that I want to give to CEOs and investors. And I'll deal with them 
investors first, especially those who are possibly trading in a stock market, who are investing. Now, this is my own kind of moral conviction, really. That's the terminology. I really want to talk about the risk, I believe, that lots of businesses are taking at the minute. Um, Before you invest, and this goes without saying, before you invest, you need to understand what you're investing into. You cannot follow FOMO. So, you know, fear of missing out. You cannot see that because somebody else is investing into something, um, it looks good, you know, so you're going to make, you're going to do the same thing. Majority of the time, if you do not have somebody who has knowledge about these investments, most people have made an investment and then they've gone, they've made their cash. It's like with the whole GameStop situation, If I went in and joined at a particular point and I had no idea what was going on, I'd have been too late. You know, people have made, people have invested, made a profit and literally bounced. So you really, really, really got to be careful if you're going to get engaged with investments. And then also in terms of property investments, now property bricks and mortar, we we know, we, we all know the saying, but I think what's vital from an accountant point of view with my accountant hat on, it takes a lot of planning to make sure you're tax efficient when it comes to property. I see a lot of clients that come to me after they've made their decision that they want to go into property and they're a month down the line from buying their property. Once you can look at your funding and think to yourself, okay, yeah, I definitely want to go into property. I understand what I'm doing. That's the time to have a discussion with people who are in the know. Um, Because just in the long term, you're saving yourself a lot of money because a lot of the time you go down the Googling um, option or you go down the YouTube option and you read and, you know, and it's good because you're grabbing information. But without the tax knowledge, unless you're going to study property tax and if you're going to do that, then kudos. Definitely do that because you're going to need to understand those things before you go and invest. So that ultimately is just a message that I want to get out to investors. Please, please do your homework. I think I, I, I guess the reason I'm doing this is because I get, I'm getting to see a lot of people who are investing and I'm, I'm ecstatic about those investments because I know that there'll be a massive return, but often I'm seeing the mistakes that are being made. And I guess for me, I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, okay, can we fix this mistakes beforehand? I don't want it to be that you have made, um, this investment decision, not thought about what the tax implications are, and you've just wasted your time and your money, you know. So please, please, please speak to a, a lawyer, a solicitor, speak to a tax accountant, speak to somebody before you go ahead and spend that money or make that investment. It's so, 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 so vital. And then on the same vein, um, and this will apply to investors also, with Uh, business owners, CEOs, um, if you have somebody that's doing your finance, it's really, really important. And the bit that I was going to refer to from the budget and for my clients that are part of my mailing list, um, you know, I literally highlighted all the, basically where HMRC is going, where Sunak is going. He's essentially invested a lot of money into the compliance administration within HMRC. And and I've already seen that. I've already seen that starting to take effect where HMRC are going four, five years back to basically get money back. <laughs> They're literally finding, because they have to, one way or the other, we've got to clear up. And I have to commend the UK for that, to be honest, compared to America, that's a conversation for another day. But compared to America, the UK is doing their best to claw back a lot of dispensers and trying to balance their books. And I understand why that's taking place. But as a business owner, so you do not get caught 
in foolishness is what I want to call it. <laughs> so you don't get caught in 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 foolishness and being and having to be the one that now because you two three years ago decided oh it might be cheaper for me to to take this or to do it do things that way. You get caught in HMRC's investigation and now you're having to pay you know ten grand back in um in penalty in penalties the way to avoid all of that at the very least if you think you know everything about accounting and you don't need an accountant get a bookkeeping tool and most importantly th- treat your business as an individual you cannot go to an individual and just take money from them whenever you feel like it. i see a lot of that happening within businesses and it hurts it hurts me to see that because you have to manage your finances appropriately. You cannot, as you see fit, just take money from a business. When you become a limited company, that's a decision you make. And even as a sole trader, it's still the same thing. The, your, fi- your personal finances and your business finances are two separate things. And you really, really have to respect that. So as CEOs, business owners, I'd really, really like to see you managing your finances a lot better, especially your business finances, where you're ensuring that you're not just taking money as you see fit, that you're planning forward. You actually have somebody, you know, preferably an expert. So, you know, you can obviously call up Sydney Hudson if you feel um, that, you know, we can be helpful in any way. But I would say that we are, we will be. Because when you have somebody who's objective, so for my clients, a lot of how I see things as money-based, I'm not emotionally involved within their business. Um, So it that's the best that's the best way to have somebody that you can speak to who's and who isn't as emotionally tied into your business that as as you are so somebody that you can somebody that can look at your finances and actually question well why have you made that expenditure why have you done this and the other thing about spe- expenditure is it's not even just a case of you taking that money to spend on your own it's also how we're reinvested into our business so often a lot of business owners will think okay well I'm going to just restock and spend 100% of how much I've got in into restocking that's not a wise decision you've really got to sit down and look at your numbers you've got to sit down and think well I've for example got 100 pounds in do I really need to put the whole of the 100 pounds into restocking at that particular point in time, everything has got to be questioned. You, It's better to, rather than going on impulse. Um, and yes, being a business owner takes a little bit of impulse because, you know, you've got to take that risk sometimes. But those risks should be measured risk. Um, I think all of this, I guess, I'll tell you where this is coming from. I think in the next few years, there are lots of different things that will happen. And I think small businesses are in a good place to benefit from all of it, but only the ones that are wise, only the ones that have managed their books really well. The other thing I remember saying the other day in a, in a um, clubhouse uh, discussion, I was saying that being liquid at this precise moment in time for the next two to three years, at least, is where you want to be you know so in other words you don't want to just reinvest unnecessarily you don't want to take money out of your business just for the fun of it you know every pound you spend needs to be calculated and measured it's so so vital okay so I kind of feel like I've rambled um a little bit there um but it was just something that I was passionate about and I couldn't think of the best place to to put that content out there so I figured hey let's do a podcast let's talk about the budget and let's talk about how I can actually speak directly to CEOs business owners to just have a better way of managing their funds 
So that also goes back to keeping records. You know, HMRC comes today and sees that you've transferred, you know, over £10,000 over a particular period of time into your into yourself, um, into your personal account. Well, you're due to pay tax on that, especially if it's over 10K. You are due to pay tax on that. The business is due to pay tax on that, as are you. So you really, really got to be, you've got to have the knowledge that's out there. You know, if you are good with taxes, then implement them. You've got to get really, um, what's the word I want to use? You want to get stringent. You want to get very on the ball about these things. For you to survive as a business, that's the best way forward. Um, I think that's that was that's really it. <laughs> I think I'm all talked out. Um, that's really what I really wanted to to speak to business owners about. Just making sure that we're doing better as businesses. We're keeping our records. Um, at the very least, even if you think to yourself, "Well, I don't really want to pay for an accountant yet," then QuickBooks. Go to QuickBooks. Go to Zero. Um, study up the basics of accounting principles. If you think you want to do it all, I'd say you're wasting your time. Go to an expert. But if you want to do it on your own study it out you know even with some of my clients right now I'm having to just reteach them a little bit about how to use QuickBooks because it isn't just a case of accounting the accounting principles come with a lot lot of different um, expectations so where you might think okay well it's just I'm just investing money into my business so I'm taking it out or sales have come in a particular way um no even for some business, some some businesses I know, they have their QuickBooks tool or their bookkeeping tool, but they use something else outside of that. And I think, well, why? You're wasting time and money. You've really got to get better at, 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 at doing QuickBooks, at doing your bookkeeping. Without that, how do we analyse? No matter, even if your business is only making 10 grand a year or less, you cannot get to six figures or seven figures if you don't look after the little. You've got to manage the little well enough to then be able to get to a bigger point, um, to a bigger point where you're now making six, seven figures. If you can't manage three, four figures. So it's it's really vital that that's been recorded and been recorded well. So I hope that's been useful. Um, if you would like to give me a call to speak to me about your business, I'm open to that. I, I offer a free consultancy on that, mostly on, my, on Mondays. I'm trying to get myself very organized now because I find I'm talking a lot and not doing much work. So I'm, I'm organizing my time. So if you would like to give me a call to talk to me about your business, I'm all ears. Um, Monday is the best day to do that. You can go to Sydney Hudson and then click on discuss your why. That then allows you to book an appointment with me on a Monday to discuss um, your options. I do also offer quality, um, I say quality, I do offer um quarterly is the word I'm looking for quarterly um, tax planning reviews so if you'd like to book in on one of those sessions as well get in touch with us call us on 0203 916 5108 I hope you found that podcast useful um, and I will want to promise I'm going to do one soon but I get so bogged down of doing lots of accounts and speaking to clients I, I forget to do the social media bit so hopefully I will have another one um, ready for you next month but thanks for listening and I hope you have got some gems from this message thank you so much bye now Thank you for listening to another episode of the Sydney Hudson podcast. For more information and more episodes, head over to www.sydneyhudson.co.uk.